Frank nodded and pressed the button on the dashboard that released a small lever. The ship slowly started moving forward, its engines roaring through the air behind them. They continued their little game of tag around the ship for most of the drive before Frank pulled up the boat in front of the beach. He got out of the boat first, then turned and offered his hand to Clark. They helped each other jump out of the boat and onto the sand, while Frank headed over to the house to inform Uncle Hank of the situation. Clark decided to stretch his legs for a while. When he walked down towards the sea, he could see a few people setting off down towards the sea. As he neared the edge of the water, Clark noticed one woman, wearing a dress similar to what one might wear to the funeral of a child. Walking along the shoreline, her hands were tucked inside the sleeves of the dress and she walked very slowly. Clark recognized his mother immediately, despite having only seen her once, and wondered what she could possibly be doing here. When he came to within a couple of yards of her, Though, he realized what she was doing. She was trying to catch her breath, as if she had run quite some distance, which was probably the case. She had tears streaming down her cheeks, and she wasn't looking in the direction of Clark. Instead, she was facing in another direction. At first, Clark assumed that she was looking at some object in the distance, and he continued on towards her until she finally registered him. She raised her gaze to look directly at him and smiled wiping at the tears rolling down her cheeks. Clark, can you believe I've found you here? Clark stepped closer to his mother and wrapped his arms around her torso. She squeezed him tightly. Where are we going now, Mom? He asked. Well, Clark, I need to tell you something. Mom, what's wrong? I have cancer. Your dad and I both have it. It's spread pretty quickly through my body, and we haven't been feeling well the past few days. I thought maybe if I left you guys a note saying that I'm leaving and would be gone for a while, and I didn't mention the date, you would be safe in assuming that I hadn't died. Clark swallowed thickly. How could he be prepared? But, Mom, listen, Clark. That night, while you and I were staying at Aunt Hannah's and I was feeling bad, your dad came in the middle of the night and asked if there was somewhere to stay. We talked for a bit and then agreed that I couldn't afford to keep him in the guest room any longer than necessary. So, after we fell asleep on the sofa, he went into the bedroom to sleep on the floor. I woke up sometime later and heard him talking to himself. I followed his movements, and when he left the room for a moment, I caught sight of the bottle of pills on the table beside the bed, and I understood that he'd forgotten to take them with him. So, instead of giving up on him and letting him die, I grabbed the bottle of medication from the table and ran out of the house with it. And that night, I took a taxi to the hospital. Clark didn't reply and neither did his mother. I'm sorry, Mom. I should have called you. I didn't realize I was putting you in danger that way. It all right, Clark. I understand. I know you love Dad. You wanted to save him even more than I did. If that's true, what am I supposed to do now? I don't want you to be alone because of me. You're my mother. I can't abandon you, he added, unable to stop the tears that streamed down his face. She leaned forward and wiped his tears away with her thumbs. That's exactly why you shouldn't worry about me, son. I'm an old lady, and you're a young man, not to mention an artist. Besides, it won't kill us. Clark looked into her eyes and tried to read the sincerity in her expression. He knew that her words were intended to reassure him. Still, he couldn't shake the fear that had crept into his heart. Do you mind if I get a ride back with you? Of course I don't mind. We need someone to watch the house for me. After all, she replied. Then, she glanced at the sky and added, Maybe we should wait till the sun starts going down. We shouldn't be caught by surprise. He nodded. As long as he stayed on board the yacht and remained hidden from the people living in the hotel, he hoped no one would come looking for her. The next morning, he awoke early, just before sunrise. After stretching his muscles, he dressed and packed his belongings. As he exited his room, he passed by Frank and stopped short. Hey, buddy, wake up, Frank shouted from across the hallway. Clark groaned loudly in response. He didn't want to get out of bed. 
but the noise had woken up his aunt anyway, who sat on his bed, rubbing the sleepiness from her eyes. Why are you yelling so early? She yelled, still half asleep. I'm gonna go on an excursion with my mom. Okay. Aunt Hannah yawned loudly. Okay, sweetheart. Don't worry too much. I love you. See you later. Clark nodded in response and walked down the hall into the kitchen. He began packing food and drinks he would require while on the trip. As he gathered up food in his arms, he made sure to pick up a box of condoms as well, just in case. Then he made his way to the deck, where his mother sat sipping a cup of coffee in a rocking chair. A blanket draped around her shoulders. Good morning, honey, he said. His mother placed the mug on the table in front of her and gave him a hug. Good morning, baby. Are you ready for the trip today? Mom, she nodded. Yes, but we'll need to leave tomorrow morning. There's not much time. You know, you can bring whatever supplies you need. It will take about eight hours to reach my hometown and another six to arrive there. After arriving at my hometown, we'll find a bus and continue on to your grandfather's grave. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay, let's start making breakfast. In the meantime, Frank walked down the corridor and stopped in front of Clark's room, opening the door slightly. Inside, Clark was busy preparing breakfast. Hey, kid, breakfast ready. 